All right, all right, all right. How is everybody? All right, all right, all right. Anyway, I decided to make this a podcast episode because I realized my camera batteries are both dead, and it just I just wasn't vibing with the video format. So I'm just going to talk and let God speak through me, okay? And we're going to see what goes down. Uh, because I don't think I've ever shared... No, I have shared on this podcast my belief in God. But I never explained, you know, why I decided to do that. And so that's kind of what this is going to be about and how I just had this epiphany this evening. Um, it's like currently like 9.40 almost, 9.36 at night. And I just had this epiphany and I just had to um, talk about this. And whether I actually post this podcast or I'm just talking because God needs to speak through me right now and I'm going to listen to it at a later date when I'm feeling not okay and I just need to know that God can speak through me through me, and God is with me. Um, if I just need that reminder through what I'm going to talk about right now, whether it's for me or for everybody, whether or not I choose to post this, um, yeah, I, I just... It's a big deal to me, God's presence in my life. Um, I had it as a child. I was like homies with God as a child. And then as I grew older, I like looked to people. They were like pastors, priests, bishops, whatever the heck, right? Whatever their title is. And I looked to them for who God was. I looked to them. I didn't really understand fully the Bible myself because it was um, all I had was King just James, King James version, and um, a little children's Bible I had I had received as I think a toddler, and so I knew all the basic stories of the Bible, but at the time, like I couldn't tell you, like oh, like look at the Book of Matthew. Philippians, Psalms, Proverbs, like I knew those books existed, but I couldn't tell you what was in them, right, at the time. And so what I relied on was other people's interpretation of the Word of God. And it messed me up, because I thought that God hated people. I very quickly was met with, God hates people. You have to be this certain way to be worthy of God's love. And I decided, that's messed up. I don't want to worship a God that hates people. Bro, forget God. Screw God. I'm going to be an atheist. Worst decision of my life. You know, I think a lot of people are like, oh, there's worst decisions you made. No. There really, there really isn't. And I've made that, I actually came to that realization a couple days ago. Um, that it was the worst decision I ever made in my life. And I don't want to cry right now, um, but it is the worst decision I ever made in my life. Just, just take, just believe me, okay? I was so, like, everything was so heavy and dark and mean and aggressive and frustrating, and I just couldn't find any joy in anything. It wasn't like, oh, you're depressed. Like, no. This is something spiritual. When I denied God, but I made that decision 
it was something spiritual and I was just at one of I was at the lowest point of my life in terms of spiritually right the lowest spiritual point of my life was that point where I was like screw God you know and I had such bad nightmares of hell guys like I don't even want to talk about it you know it's like I feel like if I talk about it you know it just it just brings so back so much negative energy that I can't talk about it like I, I could and I can't but it's just not the time and place for it. Just trust me, the things that I saw were horrific and terrifying. And I knew that when I woke up every single night at 3 a.m., which is called the witching hour, the hour of the Antichrist, Antichrist, because that is the mockery of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So I knew me waking up at 3 a.m. every single morning, early morning, not night, I guess, because it's 3 a.m., in cold sweat, feeling like this blanket of negative energy is just choking the life out of me, was not coincidental. And I would suddenly just wake up, but I from like the depths of hell, like I'm not even kidding. And it was horrific. And I feel like that was God saying, "Hey, like I love you. I love you enough to show you." the horrific things you will suffer if you deny my name. And so, I, I just, I couldn't take it. I don't even think I lasted a month. Literally. Like at the most, three weeks. And I just, I was home alone when I just couldn't take it anymore. And I got down on my knees in the middle of my freaking living room, sobbing. And I said, God, I'm so sorry. I swear on my life that I'll never deny your name again. Just please take this away from me. And just make this stop, right? Like, I don't even know what I said, right? It, it's like an outer body experience because when I'm talking about it, the memory I have of it is not me like, I'm not in my body remembering it. Like, I lo I'm looking at it like a person that's watching me do it on the floor, sobbing like a complete loser, right? I don't want to say loser, that's negative, because crying is not a bad thing, it's actually a really healthy thing. But, like, I just look like a complete crazy person, like, sobbing, raising my hands up to God, putting them, you know, together to pray, raising my hands up to God again, and just begging. Like, I've never begged so hard in my life. You know, like little kids are like, pretty please, with a cherry on top. No, this was real. This was visceral. And I, I just, like, it's crazy. Because after that day, like, I made that commitment. Because I literally was like, I was literally saying, like, I swear on my life, like, if I ever deny my name again, you can kill me. If I ever deny your name again, you can kill me, right? Like, literally, like, I was so desperate. I was like, you can, like, the end of my days will come when I deny your name if I ever do that again, and I won't ever do that again. So, I swear on my life, right? 
Like, I just said so much stuff. It was like word vomit. I was begging and sobbing. Like, if I wasn't home alone, you'd think that I had lost my mind. Right? And then I just, I just realized, like, I had to just, I just had to worship by myself. I didn't fully understand, you know, the importance of knowing God's word and God's love for yourself rather than relying on someone else's understanding um, fully. I just knew, like, hey, like, look, I don't feel comfortable, like, going to a church because the people that I knew said that God hated people, and I was not okay with that, and that's what drew me away from God in the first place. So let's go baby steps and read the Bible by myself, right? And I was thinking about that whole experience few days ago and recently like like just now and I just realized like two things you have to understand God's word for yourself you have to I don't care if you're like but I go to church regularly and my pastor says this you know I, I say the word pastor but it could be bishop whatever um, priest whatever right so you know I hate people, okay? I really don't like people who are like, yeah, I believe in God, you know, my pastor says. It's like, wait a second, your pastor says that? Like, well, yeah, it's like, okay. Like, it's good to have people in your life that you're really close with that share the love of God, but do you understand God's word and God's love for yourself? Or are you just parroting your pastor your entire life and you don't really understand God's love for yourself, so you can never fully receive it. You know? And I just... Man. I... Like... The second thing... Is... That don't be afraid to share God's love with people. Because you never know whose life you might save. And I'm not saying you're going to save them into salvation, right? Because a lot of people are like, you're going to save their life, which is true, right? If you believe in God, you know what I'm talking about. It's true. But I'm going, like, deeper than that, which is like, how how deep, how much deeper can you go than salvation? I'm, ta I'm talking about deep, deep, right? Okay. Salvation is deep, and it can go really, really deep. But we're talking about, like, the present moment. Like, salvation is like when you pass away, and that's eternity. I'm talking about the present moment. And going deep within the present moment. Alright. So don't be afraid to share God's love. Because you never know who, whose life you might save. Like I said. And what I mean by that. Is. I had someone share a story with me. Okay. And I'm not going to say what it is. I'm not even going to give the topic. Because it, it's not. It, it would just be so disrespectful. To, to this person. To talk about it. But the first thing I said to her when she told me, was God loves you and forgives you. Now, I didn't even know if she was a Christian. I just knew. God was like, hey, just tell her that, because that's what I think. Just let her know that I love her and I forgive her. That's all. Right? That's all that came through in my head. I was like, but what if he's not Christian? It doesn't matter. Right? God told me to say it. 
right? I didn't realize in that moment that that was God speaking to me, saying, hey, Lee, do that for me. Net or no. But it came through so strongly that I just said it. Just that was my first thing that I said to her. She literally just looked at me with this look in her eyes that was like, without words, she was like, you, you understand. I needed to hear that. Like, I thought God hated my decision. I thought, you know, the look in her eyes after I said that, I will never forget it. It was just, it was so ethereal. Like, I couldn't believe what I saw. Like, I... And what's crazy is because I'm autistic, I don't really look people in the eye. But in that moment, like, I looked her in the eye and I looked her in the freaking eye. Like, it was, I just like looked so deep into her soul in that like half a second that she didn't even like, it was like so shocking to her to like hear that love from God that she was like, wait, God doesn't hate me, you know? And it was just such a beautiful moment, right? And I think about that moment, like, almost every day, right? And, you know, I do things that are for God and to honor God, but they might not even be, you know, hey, I found the scripture, and I think it really, it really spoke to me and I wanna share it. It might just be, being nice to other people. It doesn't have to be like, hey, God loves you and forgives you when someone needs to hear that. It doesn't have to be like literally God in the sentence, in the topic. It could literally be just being nice, you know? And there was one year, one not one year, one semester of college that I, it was the first semester of college that I had that I actually had like all of my teachers almost all of my teachers that I actually liked. That I like, not just like, oh yeah, they're cool, they're fine. Like, no, like I saw like an actual passion and love for educating people in them. And there's too many bad teachers out there that makes all teachers seem annoying, right? And so I just wanted to write them thank you cards and say, hey, like I recognize your love for what you do. And it's changed my life and it's changed my perspective about, you know, things like education and, and whatnot. And it was just really heartfelt. And again, this is a personal story a teacher actually shared with me, which I'm not, she asked me to, you know, not share it with anybody. So again, I'm not going to share the details of the story, but it was sad. And she was like, hey, look, your thank you card helped me get through it. And I never, again, I never forgot her gratitude for a, like a tiny thank you card. It took me like five minutes to write it out and type it out and figure out what I wanted and, you know, because I didn't want to like waste three cards, be like, that's not it, scribble it out, you know, because you've got to write it in pen, it's got to be nice. So I typed it out, probably took me like, five minutes to figure that out and then it took me probably like another two minutes maybe to write it out on the card and then I sealed it wrote her name on it and gave it to her 
And I didn't think anything of it. It wasn't like, oh, I want a good grade, so I'm going to be nice. No, I just really just saw this passion in multiple teachers that semester. And I gave them to multiple teachers. But, and you know, they all were super grateful. And that gratitude just changed my life for all of them. But this one teacher literally had this horrible, not horrible, I guess, but really sad thing happen to her. And she said, hey, look. That thank you card helped me get through it. And the look on her face. Y'all, the look on her face. I just didn't even know what to say. Like, I was just nice and I was like, thank you so much for telling me. Right? But I literally, in that moment, was like, so heartbroken for her. But also so grateful to God that God was like, that showed me these people and was like, hey, give them thank you cards. Like, I don't think that was me being a genius. I think that was like 99% God. Because God saw the need for it before it happened, right? And that was also the moment I decided I could not become a psychologist because I'm so empathetic that I still think about what she told me and what she went through, and how that thank you card helped her. And again, I'm so grateful that I did that, but at the same time, I'm like, man, like I hope she's doing all right. You know? And I, bro, I just realized like I can never become a psychologist because it hurts so much, you know? But the gratitude that I feel to God for me, helping me come up with that idea it's just so immense. It's crazy. Point being, a lot of people think the whole point of this story is to tell you, you know, point being, that I think a lot of people are like, oh, if I share my faith, then people will like me less. This same teacher that told me, hey, look, uh, your thank you card, you know, really saved me really helped me get through it, was the same teacher who whenever someone sneezed, they said, God bless you. They don't say, bless you. I used to, I started, I used to say, God bless you. And then I started saying, bless you, because I was like, I don't want someone to think, you know, I believe in God and think I'm forcing Jesus on them, right? But every, I, I looked forward to people sneezing in her class, because I just wanted to hear her say, God bless you. That is the weirdest thing, but it taught me so much. Because it helped me realize, like, how much God meant to me. So don't ever think that something as simple as a thank you card, or saying God bless you, instead of just bless you, when someone sneezes or coughs or whatever, is minuscule and not important to God. Because every single time she said, God bless you, that meant the world to me. To see someone in a position like a teacher where education is very public. It wasn't like I, I, I've been attending a private Christian university. It's very public. There's a lot of different uh, faiths and backgrounds and stuff like that. So for her to openly just be like, God bless you, is, is so admirable and 
Yeah. So, they'll only, okay, for the naysayers, the only time I would hold back is if it comes off as I'm trying to get you to come to my church, not sharing God, not like, oh, I'm sharing God's love. If it's, I'm trying to get you to come to my church, and it's just about the church, and like it's all about the church. It's not really about Jesus. It's about hey, I I I want more people to come to my church. Then yeah, that's when I would hold back, because I've held back on stuff. I've told people hey, I can't I can't do that, or whatever whatever they ask me to do, because it just comes off as I'm trying to get you to come to my church, right? And when someone asks me, hey, do this. And I said no, right? Again, I'm not going to say what it is because that's rude. But um, you know, I will say what it is because it's not actually it's not it's not talking about specific people or anything. But I was asked to take like my favorite scriptures from the Book of Mormon and text them out to my friends and say, you know, like the scripture in the Book of Mormon really meant a lot to me and I just wanted to share it. Which isn't a bad thing, right? But in that moment I just realized like, hey, that's not what I want to do. Not because I was afraid to share God's love, but because I knew it was going to come off as, hey, I'm trying to get you to join my church. And I don't ever want someone to think that I'm just trying to teach them about God to make them come to my church. I want them to teach them about God so that they can feel God's love in their life. And I knew that taking specifically taking scripture and saying, hey, this is specifically from the Book of Mormon, and I wanted to share it with you, that's not going to come off as, hey, I love God and I want you to feel God's love too. And you're probably thinking, that, well, then how the heck do I you know, have, have people feel God's love? If I can't just literally text scripture out, um, you could, right? If it if it fits, what I was asked to do did not fit. If you know what I'm saying, right? I don't know how to word it, but I'm just saying it didn't fit, right? So I said no. And nothing against God, like I obviously, and nothing against the people who asked me, but I just realized, you know, after a couple days, I was like, I I can't, I can't do that. And how I share God's love with people is giving them a thank you card. Like that, that woman who really needed it, and I didn't even realize that she really needed it in that season of her life. But she really needed it. Right? And again, I don't think that I was an absolute genius and came up with that by myself. I feel like that was 99% God and 1% me because I had to actually write out the cards. But I feel like that was God. 99% of it. You know, the time I, I told my friend, hey, God loves you and forgives you. Right? That was God. That was me saying, God loves you and forgives you. And again, that's more direct than a thank you card. But do you get what I'm saying? Is you don't necessarily have to text out scripture to like 20 different people, and 10 of them are going to be like, oh, okay, cool, Jesus is cool, like, teach me more. The most effective way to 
help people understand the importance of God in their life and see God's love and invite them to experience God's love is not to just walk around and say, hey, have you read this book? Have you read this scripture? Have you seen this? Have you done that? Because that's very closed questions. You don't even, sometimes you don't even need a question. Sometimes people are going to be like, why are you so happy? Why are you always so grateful? Why are you always so positive? What are you going to tell them? God's in my life. Live your life in a way that makes people intrigued to know more. So that when you tell them, hey, I just love God. And God has blessed me so much that there's really... I can't even say negative for that long, you know? Like, I don't know what it is, right? I don't know what context it would be in, right? But it's not about... Like I said, I think people um, think that, oh, I have to go out and I have to say... You know, have you done this? Have you read this? Do you know about this? That's a very surface level, you know? And of course, you're really like, well, what if I want to help out, you know, a stranger that I see that needs help? And I don't know them. I don't have the time to spend with them to, to you know, to really get, to have that experience where I don't have to say directly, hey, this scripture really speaks to me. Maybe that's the only thing I can do, Lee. What do I do? If I, okay, what I do for people that I don't know, okay, when I see homeless people, and I'm by like a 7-Eleven or something, I go in there, I get them food and water, and I don't say anything. I don't ask them before I go in, right? Actually, it's like, well, what if people have allergies, right? That's why I usually just get like some water and something that like, is not, it's like an extremely uncommon allergy. Like if you're allergic to it, like I don't even know, right? Like, I just go in, and I get, the last time I did it, I didn't even say anything. I just saw her, got her some Gatorade, and something else for food. And I just said, here, this is for you, and walked away. That is how you impact strangers. Maybe it's not a homeless person that you give food to. Maybe, it's, maybe you don't actually give a person anything. Maybe you're just there because... You know, their bike tire is flat and you have um, the ability to help them out. Maybe it's, you know, you see a person at the grocery store and they're like, dang it, I don't have the extra $20. You give them an extra $20 to pay for their groceries. Or maybe they don't have any money at all and they get their card gets declined. And you're kind enough to be that stranger that says, hey, here, I'm going to pay for all your groceries. Go and get Whatever else you need, if there's something else that you need, go and get it now, because I'm going to pay for it. God bless you. Have a great day. It's that simple. People make a billion different excuses of like, oh no, I can't. You can. You absolutely can. That's what people don't get. You 100% can. What's blocking you is the adversary disguising itself as excuses. That's what's blocking you. You know, it's your own mind. 
But it's not really your own mind, it's the adversary in your own mind. You let the adversary in. You know, which I could go on a whole different thing about letting the adversary in and making sure how to recognize it and get the adversary to stay out. Um, but that's a whole different topic because it's currently like 28 minutes now. So, yeah, I, I hope you got something from this because whew, I just needed to say that. All of that. And um, God bless you. God loves you. Y you deserve to have a great day, great evening, great morning, whatever it is for you. Um, just God loves you and I love you. Glory be to God. Thank you.